Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. It's almost Halloween. Boo. Ah. I briefly toyed with the idea of preaching some, in some kind of funny costume, but I think I will play it safe and uh, stick with these very normal-looking garments. Now, while this time of year is filled with much silliness and chocolate-fueled frivolity, as Hallow's Eve approaches, we might find ourselves in the midst of costumes and candy corn considering more serious things. Not headless horsemen or dark lords of the Sith, but inspired by those frightening figures, we may begin to meditate on more profound subjects we may find ourselves facing our fears. All of us are afraid of something. Many of us, many things. Our fears may be a passing concern, or they may wake us up in the middle of the night. Halloween began as in Ireland as a Celtic agricultural festival called Shamain, which featured, besides giving thanks for the harvest and several other traditions, Large bonfires meant to fend off evil spirits and chase the community's fears away. These fires evolved over the years, spread across Europe, immigrated to North America, and they became the jack-o'-lanterns we use to, make, to mark October 31st. But when, the Halloween is, when Halloween is over and the decorations are put away for another year, our very real fears have not been chased away. Instead, they remain to torment us. Fear is an emotion and a state of mind, not the uh, reaction I was expecting. Um, <laughs> fear is an emotion and a state of mind that has beset humanity since creation. In Scripture, many are afraid. Adam feared God as God walked through the garden. Moses was afraid of the burning bush. The Christmas shepherds were told by the heavenly host, do not be afraid. And sometimes even the disciples, despite the amount of time uh, and ministry they had done with Jesus, they were afraid of their friend and rabbi. Even on Easter morning, that moment when you would assume that it was so joyous that all fear was unthinkable, the first thing that the angel says upon sitting on the empty tomb is, do not be afraid. 
John Thomas, a dear friend and priest, preaching at an Easter vigil several years ago, said, when someone says, do not be afraid, to me that makes me more aware that I have something to be afraid of. It makes me feel like the main character in a horror film that doesn't hear the scary music or doesn't know what awaits him in that dark and scary house. Barry Glasner, a professor of sociology at the University of Southern California, wrote in his book, The Culture of Fear, that we fritter away on our compulsions and leave few resources available for our real needs. Or, in the words of Shakespeare, nothing routs us but the villainy of our fears. Our fears, if we let them, can consume us. Moreover, our fears are easily justified. We live in an atmosphere of uncertainty that is unrelenting. Fear seeps into our psyche, and doubt prods us at every turn. We ask, why is this happening? Why would someone do such a thing? When will I get back to normal, however we define normal? My beloved daughter Anna remarked prophetically yesterday afternoon, if I ever get to preach a sermon, it would contain one word, why? But into this cacophony of fear and doubt, we hear the voice of Bartimaeus. Here is a man who had everything to fear because he could not see the world around him. How many days and nights did he sit by the roadside, wondering where his next meal would come from, where he would sleep that night, or who would be a friend to an outcast like him? Our fears almost pale in comparison to the constant fear that must have gripped Bartimaeus. But Bartimaeus, to his credit, he does not fear. Instead, he hears about this rabbi, this teacher, this man from Nazareth who is much more than just a man, this Jesus. And when Jesus is walking through Jericho, surrounded by a crowd of disciples and followers, Bartimaeus cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the crowd tries to silence him. Shh, you're going to make him mad. But Bartimaeus cries out even more boldly, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stops and turns and says, What would you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus boldly replies, Let me see again. Jesus says, Go, your faith has made you well. Our God despite our blindness, despite our deficiencies, despite the things we have done or left undone, despite the madness of the world, and especially despite our fears, God will never abandon us. This reality can be difficult to comprehend and even more difficult to digest, but this simple reality is the very foundation of our faith. God loves us, all of us, no matter what? We may face things that are truly fearful, possibly, undoubtedly, very horrible things. But instead of falling into the evil, sinful pit of despair and there wallowing in our fear, we turn to God. 
For with the same audacity that motivated a family to gather with their precious baby boy at the Tree of Life synagogue yesterday to celebrate a bris, we dare to go to the font today to baptize two new sisters in the body of Christ. Out of the chaos of those waters, we celebrate the resurrection. In a world plagued by darkness and doubt, we say in unison, I believe. In a time beset by contempt and division, we seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbor as ourself. Baptism is as unafraid as Bartimaeus, and through it, we too are made well. John Cavanaugh, the Jesuit scholar, once wrote, This Jesus we worship, the Savior we drink and nourish ourselves by. He loves our faith. He cherishes our trust more than our quivering fear. Fear will always be a reality, but God's love will always triumph. Happy Halloween. Amen.